mess with your mind or something They tryna play with your grind or something They wanna see you back off of your calling Yeah, they tryna mess with your sign or something For lack of a vision, them people could perish Commit to the climb, even when it hurts Only two things in life you could control Is how you spend time and how hard you work So hard work, God first, yeah Hard work, God first, yeah Hard work, God first, yeah To the day I'm in the dirt, yeah Jesus Christ is Lord, yeah I know who I serve, yeah When my life was hard, yeah my prayers were heard, yeah. So hard work got first, yeah. Hard work got first, yeah. Hard work got first, yeah. Today I'm in the dirt, yeah. Jesus Christ is Lord, yeah. I know who I serve, yeah. When my life was hard, yeah. Oh, even then my prayers were heard, yeah. She said, Z, you work too much. Since I was a kid, I knew I was the one. I hit the payment, I keep showing up. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to the True to Faith podcast. I'm your host, Cliff Steven. If you don't know me, I'm a father. I'm a follower of Jesus Christ. I was born in South Boston, Massachusetts in the Old Colony Projects, and I lived a life of sin and pain and had to overcome, you know, a lot of trauma, and Jesus Christ helped me lead lead me out of that trauma. And uh, I just want to thank all the followers and the listeners. You know, we've hit some new milestones for this podcast, and I'm grateful that, you know, you guys and girls will spend your time with me because I know, you know, how important our time is, right? So I appreciate you guys coming here and listening to our guest and myself. It means a lot to me. So thank you very much. Our guest was gracious enough to come on tonight with his presentation. I heard him on another podcast and I loved it. I reached out. He was, you know, very nice to come on. Um, Brandon Crow, how you doing, brother? Doing all right. Can't complain. Above ground, sucking in air. Got the Holy Spirit. So it's about as good as you can get. (laughs) Welcome, man. Welcome. Thank you. Yeah. So I heard, like I said, I heard your presentation and I loved it. And uh, you you were nice enough to come on to do it for my listeners. Yep. Um, I added a few other things because, like I told everybody, I really hate doing it to other people who have already listened to a show. So I kind of throw out a little bit of a teaser. So I'm going to more, add more slides and make it bigger and better than the other guy I had before. So I always try to Excellent. mix it up and make it a treat for the next uh, listen. Sounds good, brother. So, yeah, the the, the floor is yours. Where, where would you like to start? Uh, goodness. Uh, let's see if I can do a sharing screen presentation here. Uh, right now it says it's disabled. So if you could add, um, oh, okay. activate that for her. Uh, shoot, I did this before. I thought I fixed it. That's my bad. Host all participants. Uh, who can start sharing when someone else is sharing? All participants. There we go. How's that? Let's take a try. Share screen. There we go. I'm going to try to go into presentation mode because that's a lot easier and convenient for the audience so they can see everything up close. Okay. It's easier via Zoom, I've noticed, than StreamYard. Um, I'm I'm working on getting the HDMI screen going. I'm not techie, so it's a battle every every time I try to pump it up. Yeah, I hear you. I'm learning this all myself, too. Oh, yeah? How how long have you been at this? I, I, I've been at it for five months, but like I'm a high school dropout. Oh. You know, I, I grew up in extreme poverty. I didn't have a computer in the home. So, you know, I'm getting better editing the audio and it, I enjoy it. So it's just finding the time for it. Right. Right. As as with everything. And that's what I tell people. I said it, it takes a lot of work behind the scenes um, getting this stuff ready for somebody. Absolutely. Um, 
so you've already kind of gotten a bit of a gist. Let me just try something. Does this work? It does work. Okay, because I don't want to have a moment whereas I'm going to try to explain something and then I have a goof. Um, so you kind of already got a little bit of the gist of where I was going with the other podcast. Perhaps need a review. It's been about a month or a half or so. And I've been really big into trying to explain the Bible from a perspective of understanding that the Tower of Babel and all the incidents there, they never went away. Um, that is why they're trying to build a new world order 2.0 um, and reestablish a Nimrod kingdom and dynasty. Through my studies, I think I've basically determined who their Antichrist figure is and what their ultimate belief system is. And with something like this particular presentation, I'm trying to help people understand the quote-unquote mythologies, the equivalents, so that when you get somebody give a cop-out answer and you're trying to witness to them, um, that you have something, you have a basis to fall back on of saying, well, I understand where you're coming from with that, but you do understand like another pagan equivalent of that would be this. And that does tie into something that's in my Bible. And now I can understand and explain this to you so that you're not being misled or led astray. Now, granted, you're probably not going to use that exact language language when you're trying to explain this to somebody but it's a good idea to be open to what i'm trying to uh, share with you so that you your life can be like first peter three fifteen that people ask of the faith that is within you of why you abstain from a lot of christmas traditions uh why you abstain from certain symbols and whatnot in your home um in, tra in traditionalism because you have a standard because you're trying to represent and emulate what it is to be a christian in christ so and that and that's really hard. Like what you said, like the last two years when I started learning about some of this stuff, what the tree means, what the you know the gold tinsel, I I don't celebrate it. And I have a young daughter, and telling her, hey, I don't celebrate Christmas no more. You know, I'll still give you gifts, but I want to make it more about Jesus. That's right. hard to tell a seven year old, but. Yes. In the end, I think it's good down the line because they need to know this stuff. You, we are. This is a pagan holiday, and it's not. We're not giving praise to Jesus, even though we think we are. We're doing all this crazy pagan stuff, and yeah. I, it's not good. You know. Well, and that's my biggest thing. Um, I think it's not a coincidence that guy was revealing the things that he did at the time that he did, because we're getting so many. The Great Deception is very strong. And a lot of people are being pulled away with people like Billy Carson or, you know, look, look to materialism with like Andrew Tate's and whatnot. Whereas my stuff's going to expose what a Christ pagan doppelganger is. This is Nimrod's son, who I'm pretty dang certain is going to be the son of perdition based off of the symbology that I have uncovered because it connects with the occult. It, it connects with witchcraft. It connects with masonry. At the end of the day, you start seeing it with your pagan holidays and you're like, well, if I'm actually putting this stuff into my home or endorsing it via incorporating it into my life or, or purchasing it by going to a store, I'm condoning this. Yeah. Are you of the world? Examine if you be of the faith, like Paul asks us. So exactly. I'm trying my best to just be open-minded and this stuff might convict you. So um, a lot of us are already familiar with a lot of the ancient wonders of the ancient world. Um, the Colossus of Rhodes is one of the most notable. The giant, which was able to take a ship underneath between its legs, as you can see depicted here. Um, as you can tell, it was based off of the Greek titan god, the sun god, Helios, where we get our heliocentricism from, or a globe Earth, 
would come from this individual. Um, it was erected in the city of Rhodes on the Greek island of the same name. Uh, this is just a depiction by an artist of chairs of Lindos, uh, 280. Is, I think that's probably like a sketch idea. Um, over here, I, I noticed the spiked crown. We see the Statue of Liberty. We see stuff on our money all the time. And we really don't honestly know where does it come from? We hand bills to the guy behind the cash register and we don't understand what it means. We take a vacation in New York City and we don't understand really what the Statue of Liberty really represents. But you notice the spiked crown. Helios yeah. has a spiked crown. And I was noticing another god, Sol Invictus, the unconquered sun god, has a spiked crown. Um, Dios Sol Invictus, the unconquered sun god, was a religious um, titan. It applied to at least three distinct deities deities uh during the later roman empire mithras and sol um a lot of the sun god comparisons every one except for the exception of ra would be equivalent of nimrod's son to Muse. everybody's gonna be like well nimrod didn't really have a son however <laughs> the occult definitely believes in him and he is mentioned in the bible in ezekiel eight fourteen, in relation to sun god worship the women fell weeping for Tammuz. Now he has many names, but and also many personalities. And after the Tower of Babel, they couldn't say the exact word. But I'm moving. I'm migrating. What's what's an equivalent that I can find to say that it's the same guy? Or what's another aspect of his nature that I can use to describe? And a lot of this is the origins of where we get the Titans, or indwelled with these Titans, to be more precise. Um, so like Nimrod saw himself as Ninartu, which is N-I-N-U-R-T-O, this, uh, God of Enlil, which was a giant pre-flood. Um, his wife saw him, saw herself as, um, Ashtaroth or, um, oh, as, Dig was it, as a Zell. Tacting up. Uh-oh. You still good yeah it just came back sorry it's all good man it's I, the I enemy man they, they they don't want the information out there and i truly believe that it happens I truly, a lot more truly than you believe think, it. dude especially when it's my stuff i get it every freaking time yeah because this honestly it, it's never my end yes you know and then when so when i seen it saying like oh being with i'm like oh here we go the devil's trying to trying to slow us down yeah so that's what means you want to listen to it all the way through, folks, to see what it was he was trying to deter. He might even try again. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So his his wife saw herself as um, Ashtaroth or Azazel. Um, sorry, Tammuz saw himself as Azazel, which I believe is the most closest equivalent to Lucifer. The wife saw herself as um, Ashtaroth, which is supposed to be a demon god of the abyss. And basically, they saw themselves as avatars or like, go ahead, possess me. That's great, because maybe I can achieve immortality, godhood. The ironic part, soul invictus, your soul is important to God, S-O-U-L, S-O-L. It's always a parody thrown throughout regeneration, reincarnation, whereas we, we believe in the concept of resurrection. What they believe is, oh, you just were reborn. He came out in a different form, whereas Christ is going, 
I just proved you both frauds. I can actually come back in the real form that you already saw me in before. Mm. Yeah, that's why that spread like wildfire, because that was contrary to every pagan culture across the world. Um, but again, another, if you're just going to say, well, not really, um, you know, sun gods are not all the same. Well, here's another little clip of Apollo. Uh, is Apollo the sun god or, or Helios? And it goes, Apollo... The god of practically everything, including, but not limited to, music, art, prophecy, truth, archery, plague, that's going to be important, um, healing, sun, and light. Although the god is always associated with the sun, the original sun god was the titan Helios, but everyone forgot about him. So this is what I'm trying to give way into persuasion of people, is that as you're migrating as a tribe, from the Mediterranean, you're going further north, you're going further east, you're going into Africa, wherever you're going, there's an equivalent always going to be present. Sometimes I get a little people saying, oh, look, white people appropriating the black gods of Egypt. And I'm just like, no, it's the same <laughs> evil family from Babel. It doesn't really mean yeah. gods are better or whatnot. <laughs> yes. It's not a competition. It, right. it is. It's all the same, you know, bad guy. Mm-hmm. And then uh, there's one last thing is just noticing how it looks like Statue of Liberty. That is um, a depiction of Helios or Sol Invictus. And you'll notice the pose for the Statue of Liberty is, is very similar to the painting of Lucifer summoning his legions from 1797. So we're getting, I'm going to be explaining how it all interconnects and is this going to move? There we go. Um, who is the Roman god Mithras? Well, Mithra was called the mediator. Mithra was also the god of the sun, of the shining light that beholds everything, and hence was invoked in oats. The Greeks and Romans considered Mithra as a sun god. He was probably also the god of kings. Now, as we're going to keep on going, you're going to notice that the origination of crowns, spiked crowns, comes from sun gods. So the whole concept, when God is... He's going after the children of Israel saying, we want a king over us, just like all the neighboring people around us. We want a king. We want a king. And he's going, I'm your king. I am the highest you will ever get. I am creator God. You do not need. Okay. You know what? You really want that? All right. All right. Samuel, give them what they want, but let them know what's going to be ent entailed with that. If they really want that. Like, yeah, we still want it. Okay, fine. Here you go. So just keep that in mind. So when I, I like confusing a lot of Bible stories so that now when you're reading it, you're not just going, okay, Ashtoreth, Baal, whatever, they fell away from God. You're now having an applicational sense of what were they thinking and what were they comparing along the other pagan cultures? What did they see the world as at that time? Because we miss a lot of context as being Westerners. We've grown farther and further away from our origins that we've become more and more ignorant of the ancient truths or the mythologies so we can understand things. This is what masonry loves is keeping people ignorant so that they can keep this stuff going. Well, that's what I was going to say. It was definitely intentional, right? To kind yes. of dumb us down, get us away so they don't have a clue what the past is. Cause you don't know the past, you know, you, you don't know you, what the end game is future. Correct. Exactly. And that's what I'm telling people is at the same time, <laughs> our time is very short, but if they keep making us think that our time is going to be for a long time or that we're alone out here in the middle of a vast wilderness of space, it makes yep. us feel vulnerable and also inferior at the same yes. time. Inferior in the sense that, oh, we can become like God's the most high 
And it makes us feel vulnerable at the same time that we're able to be dictated and gullible with our emotions because someone else is explaining it to us. We're not looking into it ourselves. That is what is scary. With modern, uh, a lot of teaching, that's why you'll see with all my stuff, I try my darndest to always show the citation so you can look it up yourself. Don't take my word for it. That's the first thing I'll tell anybody is look into it yourself. I'm just giving you a nice presentation of how I came to this conclusion, you know? Because it, so, it does make a difference when you do the research. Yourself. Like if you hear something that he says and it, mm -hmm. it strikes a chord in you, go look it up because it, it's different when you hear it from someone for some reason and when you figure it out with your own so, mind reading it it, yep. it does something in your brain like when i realized space was fake yep. dude, i had the craziest experience i seen god they all heard it a million times but it blew my mind dude and i realized we're not in the vastness of space that we right. are special that we're in this thing that god created for us because he loved us yes yes um, that's even another presentation I can do for you is the significance of baptism and uh, temple and all that. Like when you understand that the Holy Spirit aspect is like 10 times cooler because you're like, whoa, and he did that for me. Yeah. And the enemy Amen. doesn't like that. Um, yeah. <laughs> but anyways, a lot of times I'm explaining to individuals. And I'm going to clarify it in your podcast because the other person was asking a question because they said they lost me with the Mithra thing and a lot of deflection cases. People say, well, Jesus is just, a, you know, the Mithra in the Bible. He was born in a cave or uh, from a rock or something just like Jesus. And well, give me let me give you some clarity. If your church has never gone into detail on this it is highly speculated that Christ was born in a stable. But stables back in the time often would be carved out from a cave or in the cave. Um, one is for protection, too. It was very dry in comparison to a lot of other scenarios that they could get. And uh it just was a, it was a great way to hold all your animals and livestock in a secure location. So when they're saying that Mithra is the same thing as Christ, you're just getting, you know, Christianity is all fake. It's no. Christ was making a very deliberate thing of saying all these pagan gods that look so similar, I'm proving them frauds because I'm doing almost the same exact thing, but I'm pro I'm showing you I'm doing it the right way. I'm not doing some pair. I'm not doing some funny story. I'm not going to give you some elaborate hoax. I'm showing you that I'm the truth as opposed to these frauds from the Tower of Babel. So, so, you, so you're saying you think God did it that way with Jesus to prove them wrong? Because like I always in my head when like people would bring this comparison up, I always thought like the devil knew what was going to happen or something. And he set it up with you know, the demons and stuff to make it look that way. But that actually makes more sense because God's all known and the devil isn't. So that actually makes more sense. That's the thing people need to understand is that when they're worshiping Nimrod's son, and this can be Hermes, this can be Horus, this can be Thoth, it could be Apollo, any sun god you want to throw on there. Um, Baphomet, that's another one. Everyone's saying that's Satan. It's like, no, it's more so Tammuz. And I, I'll, I can explain that as well in depth. Um, but I think what they do, they have a, a rough trajectory. They don't quite understand everything, but they have a rough idea. So when Tammuz is translating the, the Emerald Tablets, and he's giving us the alchemy secrets of the universe, of the forbidden seven sacred sciences as taught by the fallen watchers, they're getting a rough outline. They don't really know 100% themselves. The angels are always in awe of God. So when people are worshiping these angels, it's like they have a rough idea but they're not creator God. That's Amen. a big difference. 
Yeah. And that's why he says, don't fall after other gods. And Genesis 6, 4 calls them the sons of God. So it, it, it makes you start thinking, oh, so it's a pantheon. No, not quite a pantheon. It's more so a heavenly council. And I truly believe that we're going to be replacing them because you fast forward over to John. Behold what manner the love of the Father that we should be called the sons of God. Is there any possibility that at Judgment Day, when we sit in judgment over them, like it says in Psalm 82 with uh, Dr. Michael Heiser, is that we're sitting in judgment over the fallen watchers and we, the ones who held the torch that were sounding the alarm, that proved loyalty, that didn't, you know, strike under the grace of God and his, his son, but we get to replace them. So they get their, you know, it's like a, uh, oh gosh, what is it? Um, when you're kicked out of the military, court-martialed, you're ripping court off the badges yeah. and whatnot. You're going to take yeah. that stuff and you're going to put it on the new ones. You're going to give them their crowns. You're going to look at the other ones that says, get out of here. They're now more important to me. They're now my children. They're now going to be ruling over you. And that's why we wrestle against, not against flesh and blood, against the principalities. But why? Because we're taking their spot. So if you don't understand what you're up against, you literally are, are fighting to get that right. That is incredibly cool when you understand that. That is incredibly cool. It's amazing. It truly is. I could be wrong, but everything in my heart feels so enlightened when I was covering that up, you know? So when I don't want to get way off track. No, no, sorry. I I usually like letting people speak, but I, I had this question. So because somebody said it to me the other day when in Genesis, it says um, when God created us in our image, do you think what do you think that is? Is that God and the angels when he says our image? I That's something I'm very I'm very on the line with. Um, okay because I, I don't I, know I, my friend asked me and i was like i don't know maybe it was the angels maybe it was jesus he was right. saying i i don't i don't know i i i can only give you a brief little snippet from what i was doing in the other podcast about baptism because it explains it for me okay a firmament above firmament below a dove symbolizes um deliverance so hence why he sent a dove to noah so that's one that's one nod when Christ is baptized, a dove comes mm. down from heaven. He says, behold, this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. Significant because he is the deliverer. By going under the water and coming back up, what did Christ just do? He unlocked a key to access eternity. Wow. So we have access now to a spiritual realm. Yeah. So when you were starting to understand that aspect, because I think we were originally for this domain. For this realm, we were supposed to keep it, but since it's got mixed up, he goes, "Okay, okay, you guys want to play games? I'm going to have them be your replacements." So whether it was made in his image or not or whatnot, I, I don't really know, but I do know one thing: is that Christ unlocked a key, and that's very significant in spiritual warfare. Because when he came down here, they're trying to understand why are you here? What what are you doing here? All right, we yeah. don't know what you're doing here, but we're nervous about you being here because you're causing problems. We're going to have you killed comes back after three days and they're looking at him like well, no 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 you're supposed to still stay down here well what are you doing i'm taking paradise up to heaven and by the way guys they're going to be taking your your place when i show up this is where it's all going to start remember when i was at mount Hermon, and i said upon this rock i'll build my kingdom where it all started i was talking to you guys you know what's going to happen the gates of hell shall not prevail against my ecclesia mic drop leaves what no hey hey 
So when you're understanding it from that perspective, I could be wrong, but it's a pretty dope story, don't you think? It is dope. <laughs> yeah. Hey, in your energy alone, man, I love your energy. I'm an energy guy. Like I feed yeah. off energy and I, I love your energy already. I just want to say that. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, I, I go on tangents. People who listen to my shows actually invest. I appreciate it. But, you know, I go on tangents. But sometimes those are the nuggets that you get. Um, those nuggets. Gold nuggets. <laughs> yes. Bible is a gold man, man. Uh, but gold mine. I'm getting so excited. I'm slurring my words. All right. So <laughs> how is Mithras similar to Jesus? According to Christian tradition, Jesus was born to a virgin, Mary in a humble setting. Similarly, in the Mithraic beliefs, Mithra was said to have been born from a rock and or rock structure, carving, call it what you will. If you want to call the stable like an egg, if you want to think in those terms of how the occult or other cultures might interpret this, symbolizing his divine birth. Both stories emphasize the miraculous and divine natures of both these births. Um, so let's see. One thing to keep in mind is that Isis claims to have given birth to Horus, and she was known as the virgin goddess. So we're seeing already another comparison there, and Horus is another sun god. So the story might change a little bit here and there, and every, you know, every hundred years, something like that, but there's a core origin story that sounds very similar. I'm going to be explaining that with the Christmas tree as we get along here. What is the Greek equivalent of Mithras? So we already showed you about Helios, but it says the god Helios. So we're seeing a connection with Mithras, Sol Invictus, Apollo, Helios. It's all, you know, it's in their culture. In later antiquity, the Greek name of Mithras occurs in the text known as the Mithras Liturgy, part of the Paris Great Magical Papyrus. Here, Mithras is given the epitaph, the great god, and is identified with the sun god, Helios. So he's known as the god of kings. He's known as the great god. He's known as the mediator. Now we see over here how he kind of looks depicted like a Cupid, does he not? Yep. Mm -hmm. um, if you look up a lot of mythos, there's a couple of stories saying that God gave <laughs> Nimrod a bow, which could kill angels, but it was supposed to take out the rest of the Nephilim. And instead of doing that, he was trying to build a tower to heaven so he could use this bow to go to war with God. So when you're seeing Cupid and I'm seeing this, I'm kind of chuckling. I'm like, I wonder if there's some smidge of truth to it. <laughs> That when we see something like Cupid and a heart on it, a heart is affiliated with Baal worship. It was a, it, hearts weren't given out as a symbol of love until like I think 14, 1500s. Before that, it was pine cones, which connects wow. to those. Yes. So I'm kind of wondering if this love, Cupid, Saturnalia, call it what you will, if that it was a little bit of a memory of somebody saying, I remember when he used to play with his dad's bow. Because he was, what? what's Nimrod's name? Well, Nimrod meets fool, but another variation of him would be Gilgamesh. Gilgamesh translates into archer. Wow. The Book of Giants, they say our hope will have to be in Gilgamesh to save us or redeem us. So was he a, was he a Messiah figure? Or did they somehow, was there a time travel? And the reason I speculate this is because we get that so much these days. And we're getting that a lot in the Marvel Universe. I think it was Ashtros was uh, uh, was the goddess of time travel or yeah traveling through time, which would be the mom, the originator of Pentagram. Um, I know. So was it possible that somehow through their little conjuringness of the Star of David, or to be more precise, Star of Remphan, Nimrod's yes. sigil, 
the pentagram and the all-seeing eye of their son, that they use these symbols to travel back and say to the giants, don't worry, we got you. We're going to create a plan to get you guys back after the flood. As I was explaining on the Cryptid Boys podcast, I'm just going to do a snippet, like a one-minute summary. Is it possible that the Mark of the Beast is going to be basically you consenting to be branded and put demonically possessed by giants? Because demon does not mean fallen angel. It means daemon, means spirit being. Enoch states that when he's talking to the angels that committed the sin, created the Nephilim encrypted offerings, uh, um, offspring, says your kids, they're not going to go down there to Tartarus to visit you. They're not coming up to heaven because they're not from this realm. They're going to roam the earth for 70 generations until the time of the end. So when the river Euphrates dries up, the angels are let back out. Now, just like God loves his children, you think they don't love theirs? The thing is, they don't have their bodies anymore, but they still have a spirit. So how do we give that back to them? Mm. Well, if we go by Nimrod's son and his promise to us in the book of Giants, he said he's going to help avenge us. So how do we get our bodies back? Well, demonically possessed grid, just like a Mr. Smith, you can go through them. The Pepe-Mache dolls that you're seeing, the animatronics, how they look so similar to like a real-life giants, clowns. I used to look, they say that is inspired by giants. When yeah. you're getting the chip in your head, that I think is going to be from Neuralink, Neuralink, Falling Star, an X logo. Wow. X symbolizes Osiris, which is another name for Nimrod. Named after Cernonus, another equivalent of Osiris, god of the underworld. CERN is the one that gave us the internet. Inter means corpse or tomb for a dead person. Net to hold or restrain. Cell phone. So is That's it possible violence. that Christians, you know, because they're getting a new body, new spirit. They're getting spirits, so they don't care about the body. These yeah. guys, though, that get stuck behind, you're getting possessed by ancient giants. And they're fulfilling wow. Nimrod's promise of the Messiah figure. That's why. Could be wrong. But does it make a lot of sense? It makes a lot of sense to me. Yeah, and it gets really creepy. I was <laughs> like, I can see it, man. I can yeah, see absolutely. it. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Wow. And it's all biblical. I'm not. I'm, I'm just pulling from some of the other mythologies and trying to make a plausible story. And I'm just saying. Mm -hmm. No, it, it definitely ties together. And again, the son of perdition. He has control over the fallen angels. If you're going by a couple of the myth. Mithric lures. Uh, oh, God, I just thought of that. Mithra, myth. <laughs> I wonder if there's a connection there. Anyways, if you're going by uh, some of the lore, it is said that Semiramis, mom, tried to go under uh, to the underworld and visit Nimrod. This plan did not work. But when she came back, she found her son, Tammuz, sitting gleefully on her throne. And she's like, you weren't even missing me? And this is how you're treating? Like, okay, okay. So there's a deal. It said there was a deal made where she traded his soul to the devil. But again, he's the first product of incest for another day. And in exchange, she's going to reign in his stead. So what happened is she sent him on a wild boar hunt. He got killed at the age of 40. And this is where we get Lent in the T-cross shape from the Catholicism for 40 wow. days because he was cut short at the age of 40. Wow. Catholicism... Uh -huh. Catholicism, I can't begin, and I'm not knocking Catholics because I was that's how I found Jesus. Was I was a Catholic as a child. 
Right. But right. learning everything you learn about it, they don't love Jesus. It's so obvious. If you just do a 5% tiny bit of research, you can see that the Catholic Church, like you just said, all this stuff is to not our God, Jehovah, or Jesus, yes. you know? It, yes. it, 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 it's so demonic. It's focusing on death, too. Why is he still on the cross? He rose again. Yeah. When you think about it from that perspective, and even, even when you're signing off with the cross, that's the pentagram. Do it very slowly. I was reading it from a book. I'm like, you do realize you like they're describing the pentagram, but I'm like, you just describe what people do when they're doing the sign off for the Virgin Mary or whatever. <laughs> well, even Catholic mass, like I'll still go sometimes because I, that's where I first found God, but yeah. that's the one thing I don't like about it. It's, it's like a funeral every time. Where is that? Like a, a Christian church. They're singing, we're praising God, we're reading the whole Bible, not just yep. three quotes from it. You know, any Catholics out there, I'm telling you, you should really look into it and yes. have a direct connection with Jesus. Yep. And that's what I tell everybody is it's it's a lot of people are impulsive to defend their denominations as opposed to getting a relationship with Christ. They're raised in the church, but not in Christ. And that's yep. what I'm saying. Because a lot of people get defensive. Like, right, it's like, dude. If you really love Christ, you don't care about your denomination at all. Amen. If you love it that much, you might be loving a, a man-made thing, you know? Amen. Anyways, um, Mithra's sun god took birth in a cave December 25th. Mm -hmm -hmm. And um, <laughs> it is the belief of the Christian world of Mithra, the sun god. Um, another thing to take note, January 6th was the day when Christmas trees were taken down. In the, and I think it's Orthodox Christianity or Catholicism. I think it's a little bit of both down the middle. It's the day that Christ was baptized by John the Baptist. It's also the day that he was visited by the Magi. Root word for Magi, MAGA. Wow. There was a lot more with that. There's a lot of scary stuff with Trump that I connected. Hope that doesn't scare you folks. But again, I'm doing etymology. And I'm even scared. I voted for the guy twice. I'm not going to vote anymore for the rest of my life. <laughs> um that was my first time voting, so I have an excuse. <sighs> Anyways, so what I'm going to try to explain now is we've got a little bit of a basis of who these guys are, where they kind of interconnect. Now I'm going to show you where halos come from. Again, if you come from a Catholic background, you're already kind of familiar. But what was the inspiration behind it? It was was it was it, was it actually a halo from angels in heaven, or are we kind of making something off from cultural stuff? And here we go is. The halo represents an aura or the glow of sanctity, which is con uh, conventionally drawn encircling the head. It first appeared in the culture of the Hellenistic Greece and Rome, possibly related to Zoroastrian uh, glory or divine lustra, and marked with the Persian kings, and many have been imported with Mithraism. Interesting, because we just found out that Mithra was born in a cave. We found that Mithra was possibly a born of a virgin, and he happens to have a birthday around December 25th. Looks like Helios. Wow. Looks like the Statue of Liberty. Very interesting. Um, how did crowns originate? Let's see. The crown is a headdress that has symbolized power since ancient times and determined the title and merits of its owner. Corona is translated from the Latin as wreath. And it is to him that it owes its origin. The prototypes of the crowns were worn by the pharaohs of ancient Egypt, putting them on striped headboards. 
So again, you just saw that what Corona means in Latin. I mean, it could be a garland. It can be a wreath. It could be a crown. But again, 9-11 was coronation day for, king, for kings in ancient Israel. The two towers coming down and the little third one on the side represents the two pillars of Lamech, the emerald tablets. So somebody was just born into fruition that has all that knowledge. To unite the world, World Trade Centers, trade. Uh, Caduceus staff is affiliated with Tammuz. That was affiliated with trade, merchants. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's known as the Herald's Wand. So then we get 2020. What does that add up to? 40. What age did I just say that Tammuz died? 40. Wow. Corona, meaning crown. So now we're getting a crowning achievement of some sort. So if you look at Baphomet's tattoos, and I'm I'm not sure, I think I do explain a little bit here. Solve, which is an alchemaic term of bringing something into existence. And coagula which means blood clot. Wow. And the coronavirus, and that's what the vaccine's been doing. Wow. Bro, I'm doing that's... one soon for Janet and Heidi, and it's going to blow a lot of people's minds. I'm going to explain what the wow. Twin Towers was really all about and corona. That's wild. Um, uh-huh. Stick around. We're just getting started. Um, <laughs> so Radiate Crown. Um, again, I really don't care. Once in a while, Wikipedia's got something. Again, dig into your own stuff. Sometimes I pick up a book and it just confirms it. But every time I try to get these books, they're usually 400 pages long. So I have to like stretch them really far in order to get a screenshot for you guys. So bear it with a grain of salt. However, this is what we get from the Wikipedia article. A radiant or uh, radiate crown, also known as a solar crown, a sun crown, remember sun gods, eastern crown, Easter, and a tyrant's crown is a crown, wreath, a diadem, or other headgear symbolizing the sun, or more generally, the powers associated with the sun. Apart from the ancient Egypt form of a disc uh, between two horns, it is shaped with a number of narrowing bands going outward from the wearer's head to represent the rays of the sun. These may be represented either as flat or on the same plane, circlet of the crown or rising in uh, right angles to it. This is something in Freemasonry that I was noticing is how where where, where the compass sets the, free, the the Masonic compass is pointing straight up to the sun. That is the highest we'll ever achieve. Is a quote from the Trihermes. Trihermes is Nimrod's son. I am the, basically to paraphrase Carl Sagan. He almost said an exact quote: "Is I am the highest achievement that will ever was or ever will be of mankind." So when we're getting atheism or don't believe in God or just believe in man in general, we're good enough on our own. And what's Baphomet known for? As above, so below. So is Trihermas. Mm -hmm. Wow. Mm -hmm. See, That's and they know all this stuff, right? Like the Freemasons, yeah. like you, you've obviously dug into it. And like as or I'm hearing most. it. Yeah. My mind's blowing, so I'm going to come back to this and listen to it again myself and look into it, but I, you, I can show, just man. tell, <laughs> yeah, man, I can tell you did your homework. Like, it's making sense in my mind. I'm going to have to his, listen to it again, but wow, bro. That's why I'm tired when I'm seeing other people. I'm like, again, I'm related to Albert Pike. I'm related oh. to Ben Franklin. And I'm, I think wow. it, there's, no, there's no small coincidence that God made me a writer good at articulation and love and appreciation for history and the Bible. Because with all of that, 
I'm now able to reverse a 180 of everything he's doing to pull people away to literally do a 180 and say, no, no, no. Let's take a look. Does it match up with the Bible? Yeah. Does it make sense what he's teaching? Not if you want to go away from God. Exactly. And that's what I'm going to try. I'm, I'm trying to do the best I can with like this ministry is just showing people so you can see it yourself. It's all there. They know it. They're laughing at you for not knowing it. Yep. The 33 degrees connects to the 33 degree parallel of Mount Hermon. And I'm tired when I'm hearing people, oh, yeah, just the highest degree. Oh, what's that occult gesture mean? I don't know. It means they're in the occult, but whatever that means. <laughs> Whereas what I'm trying to do, read my inscriptions and it'll explain it to you. Try to listen to a podcast. I'll explain it to you. So that when you're when you're reading your Bible, when you're seeing, you see it. I get people messaging me all the time. I now see it everywhere I go. And I'm like, yeah, it's literally all over. It's not going to be another 200 years in the future. We're living it right now, baby. Pay attention. It's all Absolutely. right in front of us. And that's the craziest thing. Like when you do start realizing this stuff, like I heard you on the other podcast, you do like everything, commercials, uh, movie, like you see every, like you God starts, logos. Yep. yeah god god drops the shades on your eyes and you opens them i mean and you start seeing everything that's what i was telling heidi is that's one of my favorite bible stories of out of all the healing ones my favorite is when he says all right rub some mud on the guy's eyes says what do you see see men like trees walking he could have healed them instantly but why did he do that why did he use dirt and mud because man is made from clay what is most yeah. of the world right now they're just going through the motions. All there are is yeah. black and white. They look like, you know, they don't get it. They don't get it. And the fact that he says, I see men like trees walking. It, that's wow. very powerful imagery is because trees are connected with life. It's connected to giants and connecting to a celestial aspect. But he's seeing forms, stick forms. So why is he doing it slowly? It's like, yeah, and I'm here to fix that. So everybody can see clearly now. It's a very powerful metaphor that's going on right there. And a lot of us are just going, oh, that's a cute Bible story. What else, Mr. Pastor? <laughs> wow. Yeah, right? It's powerful. Very powerful. Clay and mud. He's, he's doing the same thing. Same thing. And he says, I'm bringing, I'm bringing that sight to people now. They're going to see just like you do. Amen. Anyways. <laughs> what are the spikes of a crown called? Also known as a crown, a placido, uh, placido? Poseido. Uh, this uh, palisades on the rim forming the spikes of a crown. Now, if you notice the spike proteins on the coronavirus, stuff like that, look very similar to a crown. Hence, its name. Oh, sh I didn't even click it. It did that. Awesome. Um, Don't do that again. Let's see. Move this over here. Now, if you want to look up some definitions, again, I only took two screenshots. Some people were saying, it doesn't mean Corona and Latin. You need a fact check before you press stuff. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead. Have fun. An etymoline. <laughs> Go to Merriam-Webster Dictionary, Collins Dictionary. I really don't care. At the end of the day, you get to Garland or Crown. Therefore, yes, it does connect to that. Um, I really love it when people try to fact check me or they use Snopes. That's my favorite. It's like, you do Snopes. know that's owned by George Soros. <laughs> Don't try that with me. Um, I had another person. They were trying to fact check a meme where there was a notice where there was a fine for worshiping the pagan holiday of Christmas. 
Apparently it was stapled in 1836. You look it up, it's going to say it's false, but I bought a little booklet talking about the origins of Christmas. Apparently the first Christmas tree sold in America was in 1841 by a farmer from, um, was it Skill something tree, New York. For drawing a blank. But anyways, he sold it in New York City. That's exactly five years after this alleged proclamation was given. I'm just saying, timeline-wise... It kind of fits. I'm just saying, and the book cites it like it's it, they had the, the original receipt cited. So again, could be wrong, but that's when a lot of the Irish and German um, immigrants came over, and they were keeping a lot of the Druid culture. What do Druids worship? Trees. What does a tree connect to? Nimrod's son. We're getting there, folks. Stay tuned. I'm gonna make you cry your eyes out. Um, etymology of origins. It is believed that reeds date back to the persian empire ancient egypt and ancient greece but their purpose during those um, times differs from the way that they are popularly used today in the persian empire wreaths are called diadems were a sign of power or authority worn on as headdresses so excuse me we're getting a connection with authority it's affiliated with somebody of a high status it's affiliated with somebody that's of royalty or popularity yeah, because the, the Greeks, the Greek kings wore them, right? The, Correct. And uh, yeah. people in the in the Olympics. Yeah, that's right. Even the Olympics, that comes from the Titans. Allegedly, a lot of people thought that it was gifts from the Titans, that you could run fast, that you were a good athlete, that you, you know. And you start thinking from that perspective, folks, you're like, oh, okay. So they're seeing like what traits they inherited from the gods or possibly have in their vein, you know. So when we're doing the modern Olympics, think about it for a little bit. Just, just take a moment and think. I think we have those in uh, where is it? France this year? China? I don't know. I never watch them. I uh, well remember the opening ceremony with the demons and it chasing the kids. Oh yeah, yeah. You saw? Did you see the 1992 Spain opening Olympics? No, I don't think I seen that one. They showed the coronavirus, and in the middle. They have the boat of humanity, the voyage of the damned. It's humanity all on one boat. And the virus is slowly, the spiked virus is coming towards the boat to consume humanity. Oh, wow. And I got to watch little black I'll, thing I'll coming be... out. It looks just like the little black stuff that they're pulling out of people that got this. Yeah. Wow. And they showed it to yeah, us. See, this is all planned, man. And people, normal people, you got to open your eyes. Because we have... I always say it, but it's the truth. Like you, we are gonna, you're gonna have to pick a side. You're yeah. either with Jesus or against them. You, you can't. You're not gonna be in the middle much longer. Well, that's what I was saying. Is like even if you think you're a truther, and you're eventually, let's say you try to outsmart the system, you live off the grid. What happens when you die? You want to think about that for a moment, because I know I'm where I'm spending eternity. I don't Praise think you Lord. do. And at a certain point, you have to confront that because I hate to tell you. At this establishment, you need to be on the guest list before you sit down. They find you're not there, they chuck you outside. And it isn't going to be fun. So like you said, you need to start choosing your allegiance right now. A lot of people don't like that on my page. When I when I post all the Bible stuff, it's either Bible stuff, Trump, or um, Christmas trees. That's when I always get the most unfollows. And I find it very odd because they all do interconnect. Yeah. Found it very odd, but that's the statistics on my page. Anyways, the wreath in ancient Egypt was most popular in the form of a chaplet made from sewing flowers to the linen bands and tying them together uh, around the head. In ancient Greece, wreaths, like you were implying, usually made of olive, pine, laurel, celery, 
or palm were awarded to athlete, athletes victorious in the um, Olympic Games as prizes to poets and orators. Very interesting, because the Herald's Wand or the Caduceus Staff, the medical symbol that we saw a lot in 2020, it's known yeah. as the Herald's Wand, and it was known as the symbol of orators. Mm-hmm. Another nod towards Tammuz. Um, what do wreaths symbolize? The symbolism of wreaths has been used at funerals since at least the time of ancient Greece to represent the circle of eternal life. Not the definition that Christians have. It's like rebirth, regeneration. Evergreen wreaths were laid at the burial place of early Christian virgin martyrs in Europe. The evergreen representing the victory of the eternal spirit over death. So a lot of stuff that Christians were picking up, especially if you read Frank Viola's uh, Pagan Christianity, one of the best books you'll ever pick up, whether you're a Catholic or not, you'll see where a lot of this started to interfuse into Christianity after Constantine. And you're just going, well, shoot, <laughs> I had no idea that's where that stemmed from or why we're doing this. But then when you look into it, you're like, this has a pagan origin. Why are we bringing this into the church? Why are we putting that on the front door of the church building? Take it down. It, it, it's very pagan. Um, wreaths are another symbol of, <laughs> yeah, eternal life, but it's also of, so the tree represents Nimrod's phallus. Wreaths was represent the the JJ of the wife. What's the star? Notice it's a pentagram shape. You know yeah. what pentagram means? Well, it's three and two. Three representing male because of the middle digit. Two representing female. Together represents man. Divine man. The greatest creation of man. Why is it atop the Christmas tree? Because this was the first product of incest. A middle finger to God, saying we don't need you. We can create our own God and Messiah. Why is there an eye on top of the pyramid? Because it represents the pineal gland. I don't need you, God. I can ascend on my own. What's the pineal gland look similar to? Pinecone. Pinecone. Wow. The heart. Minds and hearts of man. Wow. Why is that on the well, again? You're going to say, that's not true. Well, then why is it on Baphomet's forehead, right in the pineal gland location? Wow. Mm-hmm. Damn, that makes so much sense, bro. That could be I'm... wrong, but again. Wow. And they said that when you cut an apple at the equator, that it represents a pentagram. So that's why we're getting the original mythos, that that's what the forbidden fruit was. Wow. So you can become like God's most high. Eat the apple. Something was connected with that. It was where it was just like, see, this is what that actually means. Oh, you know, think about it, folks. Anyways, wow. um, do wreaths have pagan origins? Well, in ancient pagan German and Scandinavian cultures, wreaths have also symbolized nature and have been used to honor the return of the sun. And the promise of spring, again, sun-affiliated, sun god, equinox, whatever you want to call it, all around December and early January. The wreaths held candles that were lit in hopes of return of the warmth and the sunlight. Another reason they put up evergreens was to keep out demonic uh, forces from entering yeah. their homes. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be doing... I'm probably... <laughs> I want to do my own podcast. The thing is, I, I really hate talking to a screen by myself, so I think I might just do reading excerpts unless I have a guest. 
I think a lot of people would appreciate it. Then I'll just do recaps like I'm doing now. <laughs> no, nah, you'd be good but, at it. But bonus trivia. Um, I might like I was telling um I'm missing the point podcast. I said, Do you see how I'm mispronouncing a lot of this stuff? I says, You wanna know why? Because I don't care. I just want to give you a rough overall. This is what they believe, because I don't really care to get into all of it. I'm just yeah. showing this this is the word, this is what they believe, and it's contrary to the Bible. So remember that, folks, when you're trying to witness to somebody. That's that's basically what I, I care about at the end of the day. No, you're killing it, bro. I, I, I feel bad because my energy's low because I just switched jobs a week ago. So I oh, went shoot. from nights to days. So I'm low energy, everyone. I apologize. But I, I'm loving it. it might, I might look like, but I'm just tired. But I, I'm just taking it in, dude. You're killing it, bro. All right. <laughs> you're loving it. He's, he's got a McDonald's heart, everybody. Um. <laughs> <laughs> what is the origin of laying wreaths? The symbolism of wreaths has been used. Uh, oh, I already had that one. I meant to delete it. My bad. Uh, let's see. Blah, 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 blah. Why do people wear wreaths worn on the head as a sort of crown? Wreaths not only served as a decoration, but often indicated a great honor, such as a victory in war or achievement in work or study. Um, since ancient times, wreaths have been also used to honor the dead. Like I was talking about with Cernonus, Osiris. It's a circle of eternity. Originally has a pagan mythos to it. Was that used going to be reborn via the tree? And every time you bring it into your house, you're bringing it in his memory. Just think about it, folks. Think about what you're freaking doing. A lot of us are doing things, but we do not know what we do. And what does Christ say in Isaiah? My people perish for a lack of knowledge. Yep. Start understanding what the Bible is saying and stop copping out saying Jeremiah does not mean that. I can assure you it does because at the same time when he's talking about this Christmas tree decoration, he also calls out astrology. Asherah or Ashereth is what it means in Hebrew for groves. When they're always talking about the Baals of Ashtaroth and um, Baal with Gideon and First Kings, I believe it was mentioned with uh, Elijah with Queen Jezebel and uh, Ahab, King Ahab. So always talking about the groves, trees, and stars. Groves, trees, and stars. What are we doing now? Yeah, wow. Trying to save the planet. I say that in quotations. And you're cutting down all these trees around December? What is wrong with you? <clears throat> Anyways. <laughs> As I was speaking of this earlier, but you can kind of see it now depicted Blood from the birth is what the red represents. Asherah. Yeah. And then why we're decorating. You're basically decorating Nimrod's incestuous manhood. That's what you're doing. Putting a star on top is saying man is divine. We don't need you. You're essentially doing what the occult does. But they're doing this. That's meaning I have a th you know I have inner knowledge of how, how do we send to be like the God most high. Oh. You're no and everybody does that. I, I did it like in the 2000s when I, I remember people, everyone that took a picture, you know, we were all doing a thing and you just, we were fools. Like six, doing six, what, six, you don't baby. know what you're doing, what you're throwing up. You're throwing up gang sides for the devil. Yes. Like, come on, people, wake up. No, it's just rock on. Well, what did I just tell you about Mithras? He was born from what? Music. Rock. Yep. There's esoteric exoteric esoteric is what is hidden exoteric is for the plebs that say oh you're just a conspiracy theorist in essence mr stupid 
Sorry to be crude, but that's what you're doing every time you're saying, look into it. See if it has any credence. So you said Mithra was the was the music person? Apollo was the god of uh, pretty much everything. Poetry, uh, prophecy. Uh, Mithra is mainly just sun, I think. All right. So, the okay, Apollo. All right. It, 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 again, as I explained to people, it's like deity telephone. Remember? Uh, so they're trying to explain things. And what do they got? The best they can do is symbolism. This is how they speak to each other. Because what, what happened during the Tower of Babel? All the languages were confused. What happened when the Holy Spirit indwelled his people? Everybody could hear the gospel in their own native tongue. That's right. Babel yeah. just got a Uno boomerang reverse card. Everybody can now come in because your heirs according to the promise, as it states in Galatians 3.29. There's neither Jew nor Greek, male or female, bond or slave, for you're all one. And what? Christ Jesus. Why? Because he was baptized. He now lets you have access past the firmament into a heavenly realm. That is the gift of the Holy Spirit. That is the meaning of the veil ripped in two. Uh, you want to know why we can't find the Ark of the Covenant? Because you probably could touch it right now. Why? Greater is he that is within you than he that is of the world. Know ye not that your body is a temple of the Lord. Probably can't find it because you can touch it. And that means the high priest has no power anymore because you are now priests of a new kingdom. Praise the Lord. You get it, folks? There's symbolism behind every act he did, and it's beautiful. It's beautiful. Get on board. I'm telling you. Anyways, um, <laughs> who has halos in Christianity? Well, it was subsequently applied to the Virgin Mary and other saints and even living figures in the Byzantine Empire. A halo with a cross inscribed in it or cuneiform or, or royal denotes christ a triangular halo denotes god the father actually you're looking into the occult a lot of triangular stuff will connect to hermes mm -hmm. and cute uh cruniform oh man that's a massive typo cruniform it should be cuneiform cucuform i'll have to look into that anyways but you see it all over here in different cultures across the world it's not just solely in the Catholic Church. You see it where it stems from Egypt with Ra or Horus. You see it with, um, I don't know which one that is, but somewhere in India that's doing the yoga pose. You see Christ doing it, doing the finger point up. See Buddha. You see, Again, there's another blue guy. I don't even know who half these are, but you see it. And why does it all look so similar? Why does most cultures all have a Star of David? Because they remembered the symbolism. Well, the people might have forgotten the priests, the druids, the magicians, the sorcerers. They didn't. So why do you think they're so mad when Christianity suddenly going through the entire empire? People are losing parishioners. They're losing idol-making business. They're over here going, what the hey? Our philosophies are no longer working. We're not getting people donating to us. What is with this Christianity thing, bruh? Because and that picture of Jesus, that's the that's a Catholicism painting yeah. of him, correct? Or a Byzantine. Yeah, either or. Okay. Either or. That's why I'd laugh if people are saying, Orthodox Christianity is still a bet. They still have robes. They still carry a crux. They still have a lot of paintings. They still have big buildings. All not relevant. Their theology sound? I don't know. Perhaps. 
but all the other uh, trinkets and whatnot, it's not necessary, folks. It's Absolutely. a luxury to have a building, but where two or more are gathered, that's it. Amen. Yep. So you can meet in the basement. You can meet in a bathroom for crying out loud. It doesn't matter because if you're listening to everybody and what they can contribute to the Holy Spirit speaking through them, like I'm giving you something right now, oh, what God laid on my heart. You're able to reach people from your aspect and background or at work or whatever from where you're at. My buddy was saying, well, I'm kind of worried. And I'm like, dude, it doesn't matter because I know you got a background record. But were you trying to reach people after you came to know Christ? You like, well, yeah. I'm like, that's all he cares about. If you're looking yeah. at the the servant of the, the talents, what did you do? I made you double. I made you double. You, I hit it. Oh, really? Get out. Yeah. Because you don't get what you're supposed to be investing. If you're going to be working for me now, it means you're going to show some sort of effort. I don't care if it was one, two, whatever I gave you, I want you to show investment. And there's a lot of Christians that are becoming sleeping bridesmaids. The sleeping bridesmaids, again, is that talking about all Christians? No. There's a lot of people using the label Christian that don't get it yet. They don't know what the Holy Spirit is. Because what does the Bible say in Proverbs? Thy word is a lamp unto my feet. So that checks out. We got our lamp. What's oil? Holy Spirit. Discernment. Understanding. Knowing the need that you stay, you need to stay vigilant, you need to light the way for the Holy Father. If you're falling asleep, <laughs> look at the Garden of e uh, Gethsemane. You know what the translation for Gethsemane is? Oil press. What were the disciples doing? Falling asleep. What does he say to them? Wake up. What did Peter later write on? Your adversary, the devil, walketh about like a roaring lion. Stay sober. Stay vigilant. Yeah. Amen. What was man. the first? What was what was in the dove's mouth when it came to visit Noah? Olive branch. Yeah. You getting it, wow. folks? It all interconnects. He fulfills it. And you need wow. to start paying attention because he's going to look at you and saying, Oh, God, you know, we were bombing the bad guys until it was time for us to go home. And we did it in your name because your people are like, You didn't do that in my name. You did it in the name you of know. the synagogue of Satan. Get exactly. out of here. I never knew you. What? Yeah, you had more faith in a rapture than in me. You weren't reaching anybody for me. You were just laughing at all the other conspiracy theorist Christians, who are actually my prophets, sounding the alarm, sounding the watch, and you were just going, well, you know, until I get raptured, I'm just going to keep living my life as I should, as a good patriot. <laughs> Anyways. Sounds really pathetic. No, you're right on point, though. Like, and that's why I started this podcast. Like, I'm a high school dropout. I didn't know how to work a computer. But because of what he did in my soul, which was, you know, so much trauma, pain, uh, I, I wanted to die for years. Like, I just didn't want to live. And he literally, the last time I messed up, he transformed my life. I, I love myself today. And I, I was like, you know what? I'm going to start this podcast because I, if I could help one person out of this podcast, then I, I could die happy because I right. helped one person and led them to Jesus. Right. And that's why I do it. And I walk Connect through it. I, I get yeah. anxiety. Sometimes before I come on, like you can see in the beginning when I started doing it, I start getting nervous, but I push through because if I could, if one person listens to your awesome presentation and right, right. leads them into Jesus, it was worth it. You know? Yes. That's the way I look at it. I'm over here like, guys, I know I'm intelligent. But intelligence only thrives off the ignorance of others. I love sharing. I love to tell the story again and again. Is it a little bit different from what you're 
your, your kosher chapel preacher guy is going to tell you a little bit, but does it make you appreciate it a lot more? Yeah. And that's what Absolutely. I want to tell you is like, I want to encourage that. I want to basically go through the ranks and, you know, pound those shields, clash some little spears next to each other and say, we can do this. We have the Holy spirit in us and I'm showing you how beautiful he is. If I can help do that as a writer to articulate and illustrate in a visual comprehension to encourage the troops, that's what I'm here for. Praise I'm trying my best until I'm called home. I don't really care Amen. about dying, but yes. I'm just again, if I have to mock you a little bit to make you feel a little guilty to get up, to stop sitting on the sidelines, then good. I'm supposed to be a sergeant to encourage you. Get back in the rank. This fight is not over yet. I want to yes. see you get a crown on your head. But if you're going to mock Praise me and give me a ha-ha emoji or clown face... Guess what? I can't wait to see you get tossed because I wanted you to have this. I was freely offering it to you. So if you're going to mock me, you're mocking him. Amen. That's what I'm seeing right now, folks. I really I just want to share what he's laying on my heart. And if you want to join in, there's more than enough room at the table. Come on. Praise the Lord. So, that's Brandon, my... The way you speak, <laughs> though, like you, you, I love the way you just, the way you do it, like, because you, you make people think like at least the way I'm feeling, like the way you're saying it, like it's 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 catching my mind and it's making me think. And that's you know, all glory to God. But that's Amen. I love Amen. how you presentation, bro. I love it. I'm loving it. I really am. Appreciate it's great. It. Appreciate it. Well, that's what I was telling people is like sometimes there needs to be a lawyer for Christ, and that's why Paul was so significant for, for God. It's like you know your Torah, but Every time my son made a cameo in a temple, guess what? He caused a little bit of a ruckus. You've been killing Christians. Now I want you to actually explain to them the parts of the preconceived, what they thought it meant, and explain to them what it really means. Mm. So much so that when Christians were going through the empire, it was causing people to say, is this like a new philosophy movement? It's causing a little bit of a rift in the culture. So by the time Paul gets to Mars Hill, hey, you, up here, talk to us. Let, no, you could be wrong, but I just want to hear what you have to say. That's what it could be like, folks. You literally are just being so crazy or adamant. And at a certain point, you're going to register. You're going to affect somebody in some way to make them want to dig further. That's what it's all about. Amen. Anyways, sorry, folks. Another rant. <clears throat> Got to really start those. Anyways, earliest examples of a disc halo came from the 300s BC in the religious art of ancient Iran. Iran, Iraq, Babylon region. It seems to have been conceived as a distinguishing feature of Mithra, deity or deity of light, in the Zoroastrian religion. Now, I looked a little bit into the Zoroastrian. Apparently, this guy was the equivalent of a Muslim Buddha with his lifestyle and perspective of the world. Frequently affiliated with really um, not just wings like uh, Horus, but more so straight out wings. So when you see those kind of depictions, that's what it stems from. Or And you see like a Babylonian-like figure, that's usually um, Zoroastrian religion. Oh, wow. So people are saying, well, whoops, come on, back, back. Stop that. There we go. When people are saying that Constantine was not the first pope, well, he did see himself as God's substitute. And Vicar of Christ basically translates substitute substitute of christ that's what constantine saw him as he's the one that gave us sunday worship now let's read this did you know that constantine the great the first roman emperor to convert to christianity remained a committed sun god worshiper 
Even though he recognized Christianity through his Edict of Milan in 1313 CE, he continued to worship the sun. In 321 CE, he officially declared Sunday from the Latin dies solis, meaning the day of the sun, as the day of rest, and in so doing, forever changed the Sabbath worship from Saturday to Sunday for most Christianity. And when people weren't wow. doing that, who was the one getting on their case and executing them? Catholic Church. Wow. That's huge. I mean, just that little pat two paragraphs is so huge, like to understanding, you know, all of it. Like he changed it. That that's what got me off um Christmas is because when I learned that he just was trying to, you know, get the pagans to get into Christianity, he just like started making the old pagan holidays Christian holidays. And that's kind of what that's what led me Make away. It palatable. From Yep. yep. Wow. It's like it's already pretty much the same. We're just gonna tweak this, tweak that. That's why I love about pagan Christianity. Because I'm over here going, okay, because my heart was already convicted, but now this is illustrating where it was seeping in. The Holy Spirit mm. is in you, folk. A lot of people are saying, "Well, I'm feeling." It's like, good. If you're feeling convicted or you're feeling bad, good. That means the Holy Spirit's convicting you. That's nothing wrong. It doesn't mean you had to beat yourself up. It means you have to look into. What yes. is your being convicted? And if that means reaching and finding a page like mine, that's like I get a lot of people messaging me. I feel like God led me to your page, which is literally a miracle because I'm censored to hell for it. But <laughs> the little nuggets that people get, cool. Because if it's encouraging you, if I wrote something that helps encourage you, that's why I tell people it's like a devotional visual presentation impromptu. So if you're at work, you can be like, well, you know that celebrity. I was like, well, familiar with this symbol? And then all the slides that you're reading, maybe you can read a little excerpt, something that less than five minutes maybe yeah. you're gonna reach somebody maybe you'll just actually make them think and be like ah there is no distance we cannot be covered over and over you're not defenseless i'll be your shelter i'll be your armor i hear Underneath your breath I hear your rest always Your rest always I will send out an army To find you in the middle of the darkest night I hear the whisper. I'm